I found a guy on Facebook Marketplace selling each expansion for $10. That's how to do it. Yeah. I feel like... Uh, Open up the Stormbird one. It was it was a, the ty- kind of deal where as soon as I saw it, I I didn't even have the thirty bucks, and I said, "Are they still available?" And he goes, "Yeah." I was like, "I'll be there tonight." It's just one stormbird. <laughs> yeah, but it's huge. I know. What'd you drop? Oh, just the instructions. So we have to play Horizon now because now we have like a ton of shit for it. Oh, I hate the tickle in my nose. Pretty cool though, right? Pretty cool. Yeah. So, I mean, even if you were paying ten bucks and you just got the figures and painted them up, that'd be fun. Lily wants to paint them. It comes with a ton of minifigures in all of them. So, so yeah, he said ten bucks per expansion, and I was like, I can't pass up on that. I was like, because if I don't get them now, I'm never gonna get them. Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about uh, Ever Everdell yesterday. Yeah, to, you've played that game. I've I want to get before. it. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah, uh, Amanda lucked out because when I wanted it, she got it for like thirty, thirty-five bucks. Uh huh. And it's like eighty, seventy, eighty now. It's so ridiculous. <clears throat> like it just keeps going up and up. Yep. And you're just like, God damn, dude. Like I think I spent as much or possibly more. On the expansion than Amanda paid on <laughs> the original game. Does the expansion add a lot? Uh, it makes it go from four to six players. I mean, that's pretty nice in itself. So I wonder if maybe... I haven't like looked at the more recent uh, publications of the game. Sure. So I wonder if they just add the expansion so you can play six players. I want to get the Root expansions because the Root expansions add a ton to the game of Root. Because like different factions interact differently with each other yeah but it also takes it from four to six people and that would be better for game again than having a four-player game yeah it's kind of lame i feel like game designers need to design more for five and beyond yeah i but also i i like i think it should have the capability from two or one even if you really want but i never play by myself so like two to like eight like make your games two to eight. Yeah, only hardcore nerds play <laughs> the single player games. Yeah, I okay. never play by myself. I can't. By the way, you don't have my kaiju's one and two, right? No, I don't have the one and two. I gave those back. Okay, I've got. No, I don't even. Yeah, I don't have any. I, I've I don't, got chainsaw. Whatever the last one was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you read it yet? Yep. Did I you, just didn't bring it back. Did you like it? Yeah, it's very uh, full circle with Denji coming back to just going for the girls now. Yeah. Tonal shift is a little different, but... I thought it was interesting how it took place, you know, different character for most of the yeah. issue. I like the War Devil, though. I think she's going to be cool. Could be. We'll but see. I can't find my Kaiju 1 and 2, so... Did you check downstairs by your... DeLorean. I did. Okay. That's probably like the last time I remember. Yeah, because I keep my manga. So oh, yeah, I mean, we like sit at the table and then you just kind of put it behind you. Yeah. I, I don't know where they are because I gave Xavier the Chainsaw Mans. Did you loan him 
Kaiju one and Kaiju. two. I'll have to text them because I can't find them anywhere. But I'm hopefully gonna have um uh Kaiju seven and eight for you next time I see you. Okay. I um <laughs> I you know how I'm doing the Marvel Masterworks. Uh huh. I wanted to get all the hardcovers because they look nicer. We should probably go into the podcast at some point. <clears throat> yeah, we probably should. Oh, you can just add the soda pop in whenever you want. Like right here? <laughs> That's a good one. Magic. I um. Welcome to Soda Pop. As always, I'm Jake. I'm Aaron. We're talking about Marvel Wetmat. Marvel Masterworks. <laughs> Marvel Masterworks. It's uh literally just like them reprinting the old original comic books. You've mentioned them before. Yeah. I um wanted the hardcovers because I think they look nicer. But I ordered one off eBay thinking it was a hardcover and I got Amazing Spider-Man number two, volume two, which is uh issues 11 through 19. And it was the trade paperback. And I was like, oh, no, I bought the wrong one. And I had like an existential crisis. I was like, I'm so mad. And now I got to return it, try to find it again on a hardcover. And then something in me, I was like, I'm just going to do the trade paperbacks. They're cheaper. And I don't need the hardcovers right now. I'm not collecting. I'm trying to read. So yeah. Reading, you can do cheaper. Yeah. So now I'm collecting, like. Decorating. Yeah. Hardcover. So, so now I'm just buying a bunch of the trade paperbacks because they're way cheaper than a single hardcover and i can get way more of them so but i'm doing amazing spider-man i almost accidentally bought a spectacular spider-man so i have to watch out for that now apparently too but what what year like original run original spectacular spider-man as well does that start i don't know when spectacular spider-man started hey for a while Every once in a while, they, they tend to get way too many. What's right? the difference between Amazing Spider-Man and Spectacular Spider-Man? I think it's just times when it comes out. Okay. just Because I've had runs of like storylines yeah. where it goes from Amazing to Spectacular back to Amazing. And just, that's what annoys me. Well, because like, Amazing Spider-Man is Amazing Spider-Man because he started in Amazing Fantasies number 15. At least that's what I think it is. But who do you think I should go for next on the uh, Marvel Masterworks? Who should I start reading? Uh, Doctor Strange. I think they do those, yeah. I can do that. I thought about doing X-Men. That'd be good. Yeah. Classics. But you don't want to read them, you said, right? I've read a lot of the original runs of... X-Men? X-Men. Those are good, right? They're yeah. not nearly as like, can I catch him? Indeed I can. A things. little bit. Magneto is very cheesy. I remember correctly in like the first couple ones yeah but i'm going to use my power of magnetism to hold them i'm gonna use my magnetic personality <laughs> he literally like in the first couple issues that he appears he has magnetic personality powers and basically like seduces anything that had the word magnet in it magneto had to have had at the mm-hmm. beginning i mean yeah i mean that is the best part of like those old comics though at some point as like charles xavier's like I'm going to read your mind with my mind reading powers. And you're like, dude, I got how you were going to read his mind. You didn't have to tell me. I'm using my mind powers. If only I could use heart powers and win you over Gene Gray. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Xavier. 
<laughs> has a thing for Jean Grey in the early comics. I didn't know that. Does he yeah, really? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. It is weird. That's uncomfy. Patrick Stewart, why are you such a perv? <laughs> hey, don't put that on Patrick Stewart. He's Professor X. Yeah, there's also, uh, oh shoot, no, I forgot his name. The other guy <laughs> that played Charles Xavier. Yeah, but he was bald, so it was definitely Patrick Stewart. Oh, it is Patrick Stewart. Yeah. All right, you got me. Touche. <laughs> I don't know. I love those old comics. like Wolverine. I imagine at some point in a, the original Wolverine comics, he goes, thank goodness for my healing factor that heals when I bring out my metal claws for my healing factor to heal me in some way or form. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has to happen. I don't know. He's usually action. so. But he doesn't show up till the 70s, so I feel like they kind of stopped it a little bit. Yeah, because uh, the original X-Men was uh, Beast and Beast, Cyclops. Beast, Iceman, Angel, Cyclops, and Jean Grey. Yeah. Miss Mar- Marvel Girl. I don't remember. Yeah, Marvel Girl. I and this is pre-Blue Beast, too. Oh, yeah. By far. Yeah. Um, But let's kind of get on to the... Pre-CGI Marvel's Beast. Yeah. Well, Beast was blue before Marvel CGI movies. Yeah, but E-Beast wasn't CGI. Oh, yeah. Ask me what I did. What did you do? I went and saw the Mar- the Marvels. And? And the post credit scene has a blue CGI Beast. People, people. I think people have been simping over that one. Simping over the blue CGI beast. Yeah, it is not great CGI because it's all oh. CGI. People said he looks better than the practical effect one though. Pro like, just design wise, yeah, maybe. Okay, but it's not great. It's just out of place. Mm. How was the movie though? Movie was good. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Just fun or. People fun, said it had funny. good, uh, good uh, fight choreography. Oh yeah, yeah. Did it definitely uh, with all the uh, teleporting? You've seen the previews, right? Yeah. Like their powers are linked, so if they both, like two of them, use powers at the same time, they switch. Okay. So they like someone. In. Someone uh, was tweeting saying like, "Normalized villains jumping in combat," because of the Marvels movie. For some reason, I don't know if that was something that was in it too. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. But yeah, all I see is people on Twitter they mean like, oh, this movie's trash. And then it's people like, yeah, you're just mad because it's women and women don't like you. Yeah, I don't know why or, people disliked it. It's not like top tier, but it's not trash. It's a good movie, though. Yeah. I think the worst thing I didn't like about it was uh, Nick Fury's like super side character and almost a comedic. Is he? Oh, like. Character. Not like. Like. Pratt Falls and stuff like okay. that, but a little bit. But not like Chris Hemsworth's dumb Kevin boy from Females Ghostbusters kind of side character. Oh, yeah, no, no. Okay. He's just part of his, his storyline can be taken out of the whole movie and it still be cohesive. I kind wonder of thing. why they did it that way. Just to get him in there. Eh, he has to be there as the leader of, you know, sword or shield or saber or whatever. They are now. Is it not still S.H.I.E.L.D.? Well, he's in space, and I think that's, uh, I think maybe the space station is called Saber, and it's an acronym. I don't remember what, but. Okay. I still haven't seen uh, Secret Invasion, so. Yeah, I didn't watch that. (laughs) I don't think it hurt me either way. Okay. Because some scrolls are good, some scrolls are bad. Yeah, wow. The ones in this movie are good. There's some refugees. 
on a planet. So I assume at some point in the secret invasions, they actually find them a planet. Okay. I mean, in Captain Marvel, they talk about how Skrulls are good and there's some evil ones. Yeah. So is that what you think that's what the show is? Just recapping? From what I saw, no. I mean, it's just, it's almost the same kind of thing as uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier where okay. there's a rebel, like, we're mad, we're going to do this. But then mm. not everyone is, but then that you think they are kind of thing. Doesn't sound great. I I wouldn't say I'm like superheroed out, but I'm kind of tired of MCU in a sense. You know what I mean? They need to focus more. Yeah. Speaking of MCU, I I love him, but I am not happy with the Fantastic Forecasting. Oh, uh, what's his face? Pedro Pascal. Yeah, he's a weird choice. He's just so Hispanic, which is fine, but so Hispanic, Aaron. You know, like he's. Reed Richards, I just picture white, like yeah. white nerdy scientist, and Pedro Pascal has that suave Hispanic Latin. Yeah, look. I mean John Krasinski is definitely a handsome white man, not a nerdy white guy. He can play nerdy though, but it's it's yeah. Pedro Pascal is too sexy. Is what <laughs> I'm saying. No, 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 too sexy. Like I love Pedro Pascal, and I'm sure he'll do a good job of Reed Richards. But Sam Raimi already teased me with John Krasinski's Reed Richards, and I loved it. Yeah. And I want it more. And people on Twitter are like, oh, John Krasinski's Reed Richards sucked. And then people are like, yeah, that movie just sucked. I was like, I liked that movie, and I liked that Reed Richards. What? Am I in the minority in this movie here? I th- I saw one thing that, that pointed out that like John Krasinski's Reed Richards is stupid. And... They had a good point. He should not have revealed Black Bolt's power to <laughs> Scarlet oh, Witch. Oh, yeah, Because no. if Black Bolt could destroy her, why did he waste any time being like, hey, I can destroy you by opening my mouth? Like, by saying that, they gave her the tool to stop. They She and, knew how to stop him then, yeah. yeah. You're right. If he hadn't said that, it would have been fine. But it's the magic four-letter word for every movie. Plot. So, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I like the John Krasinski, but I'm okay. I mean, I'm disappointed it's not John Krasinski again, but we'll see how Pedro Pascal we'll does. See. <clears throat> Do they have anyone else cast? I don't know. Okay. Anyways, so I watched that. What else? And I'm watching Master Chef. We're go. We're in like season. We just finished season three. Like we're rewatching it. Oh gosh. It's okay. Like our, our nighttime wind down, and that's. Pretty much. Oh, Undead Unluck, the manga. Yeah. It's getting pretty good. So I need to read that when you get point. to a point where you're not overloaded by your own mangas, let me know. Okay. Anything else? Nope. No games? Nothing? Not worth mentioning right now. Oh. Uh, what about you? Um, I haven't been I'm watching. on some things. haven't been watching a lot of TV. Um, Movies? Movie? I watched Blue Beetle. Yeah, I finally you watched like Blue it? Beetle. I loved it. Yeah. I feel. Like, we didn't hear enough about it, which makes me think we're not going to get another one. You never know with these superheroes, because mediocre for a superhero movie is, like, good enough to make sequels. Yeah, but, like, Jaime Reyes, they did a fantastic job, like, with the whole casting of him and the family, and and I I thought they did, like, the suit really cool. 
Mm-hmm. I loved how they like did the whole symbiotic relationship and how it had the whole like nanotech and he did the blasters and yeah, and it was still kind of it was symbiotic but not a full on personality. Yeah, yeah, kind of kind of techy but still like fusing with him so that it, it was like one and the same. And then I um I liked that they made it so that like he just didn't know how to use his powers right away. You know what I mean? Like instead of him just being like, oh, I'm like a master fighter now. He, like, still was trying to figure it out, like, towards the end of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Some growth. Yeah. And, like, I like how, like, the suit was trying to, like, kill the guy. He goes, not lethal, not lethal. And he goes, you sure? I can do it right now. And he goes, I'm not a killer. I'm not a killer. <laughs> but, yeah, I liked Blue Beetle, though. I thought yeah. it was really fun. What did you think of, like, the, the Ted Cord tech? Oh, that was so cool, dude. Yeah. I wanted more of that. I loved how, like her dad was blue beetle and george lopez is like batman's a fascist (laughs) i liked that they flew like in the ship and you saw the like original ted cord suits and stuff it was so cool dude i really liked it so would you like a spinoff where it's just ted cord heck yeah one still forward with jaime yeah i like i said i love blue beetle he's probably top three favorite dc characters but who would play Ted Cord? Nathan Fillion. I'm in. I'm in. I was going to say Dak Shepard, maybe, but I don't I know. I could see that, too. Dak Shepard, I feel if like, could do a good Ted Cord. Since they go a little funny, you know, or, they're not serious. What's the guy's name in Scrubs? Zach Braff. Zach could Braff could do a good one, too. So, yeah. a couple ones there. If they're going older, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a couple of good castings that they could do for Ted Cord. Yeah, do Zach Braff, and then they could cross over with the uh, the Arrowverse and bring in uh, um, what's his face? The Flash guy, Donald Faison, as Booster Gold. That dude. Yeah. Oh, that would be amazing. And you could set it in any time period too. <coughs> I would love that, Aaron. That is great. We need to do that. Okay, let's get it happen. Make it happen. Right. DM, 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 DM. <laughs> Just kidding. If you, you can do it, you can use our trademark. No, DC, please use our ideas. Please, DC, use our ideas. Um, James Gunn. Oh, yeah. We James, know you're listening. James Gunn, I love you. Please use my ideas, James Gunn. I know you like to make good movies, and this is a good idea. Please do it. We got it. He, he listens. Yeah. yeah. James Gunn's our number one listener. Which I guess you couldn't use Nathan Fillion because he's already in that universe. Oh, yeah, it's TDK, squad, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, just, you know, Blue Beetle looks a lot like TDK. Yep. Or in Blue Beetle, she talks about how her dad's missing. Her dad turned into the detachable kid. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, James Gunn, now uh, Jake will explain to you how that happens uh, for the movie. <laughs> yeah, pass. <Go. laughs> I don't know how Detachable Kid gets his powers. I um, don't know either. Uh, science experiment gone wrong. I mean, that's the easiest way Genius. to do it. <laughs> Original. Either born with it or science experiment gone wrong. Some explosion. Original, unique. <laughs> you got it on your first try. First try. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I watch Blue Beetle. Haven't been watching a lot of TV. Been watching a lot of Markiplier playing Five Nights at Freddy's. Watching the movie, I got the bug. And so I've been watching a lot of Five Nights at Freddy's videos. 
Uh, mostly MatPad Markiplier. There's so much content. Mm-hmm. And then game wise, you beat Spider Man. I did beat Spider Man too. Very good movie or movie game. Very good game. Um, Yuri Lowenthal cements himself as the greatest Spider Man slash Peter Parker ever in that game. The greatest. I already thought he was, but anyone who had an argument for someone else, it is eclipsed by Spider Man too. I'm telling you right now, Aaron. Goosebumps. So many times from his performance. I thought you were going to talk about the new Goosebumps series for a second. <laughs> Is there a new Goosebumps series? Oh, I, yeah. the I tried. Justin Long. It just seems, I don't know. I just haven't gotten that far. I'm only like two episodes from, in. I, yeah, I watched like the first episode and I just wanted to watch Justin's Long's, Justin's Long, Justin Long's storyline. Yeah, not the football player kid yeah. and the camera and all that. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely better ways to go about the story than what they were for the first episodes. It's not for us. I'm still going to try it and try to give it a chance. Maybe. So maybe we'll get more Justin Long. Who knows? Um, And then I've been playing a game called Lethal Company on Steam. Good. Bad. Heard of that one? Oh, it's hilariously fun. Okay. It's terrifying, but like kind of low res. Not like 8-bit low res, but like definitely you can tell it was made by a guy. According to Jacoby, um, it was made by one guy and like two of his friends, and it's your uh, like little scavengers going around just like collecting like garbage and other things from like abandoned places to try to sell for money. You looking at pictures of it? Yeah, it's super low res. Yeah, but it's dude, I'm telling you, it's fun, and it's terrifying because like you'll be walking through like a dark corridor. And all of a sudden, you'll just see, like, a pair of glowing white eyes, and then it'll start running at you. And, like, the the jokes, like, are so – the timing of the game, it can be so funny. Because, like, I was playing with Chris and Jacoby, and uh, <laughs> Chris had a shovel, and you can use, like, a shovel as a weapon. And Chris goes, you think I can kill that thing? And it was some random monster. Jacoby goes, you should try it. And Chris goes, get over here. And he runs up the stairs, shuts the door for some reason. And then Chris goes, got him. And I was like, Chris, the door shut. And then the door, the monster opens the door and you just hear Chris go, huh, and then just collapse to the <laughs> ground. <laughs> and what makes the game fun is it's all through proximity chat too. So if you don't have a walkie talkie and you're exploring the building, you can't talk to each other unless you're yelling through the building. And like all of a sudden you'll just hear people going like, ah, ah, and like sprinting across the building. And so... It's fun to play. I think you'd have fun with it too. Maybe, yeah. It's got that like, like you'll actually get like spooked too. You, you should download it. It's ten bucks. Maybe play it with us if we have time. Okay, I'm telling you, dude, it's hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. So today's Friday. <laughs> it is Friday. We normally record on Wednesdays. I know it's a different vibe, isn't it? Yeah. Do you like it? I like Fridays. I like Fridays. Fridays are, are a good point in the week. I like Wednesdays and Sundays because those are my days off. You know what day I hate? Tuesdays? Mondays. Mondays? I hate Mondays. You know who else hates Mondays? Who? Garfield. Oh, I thought you were going to say Chris Pratt. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I don't like the casting of the new Garfield movie. Welcome to the episode about Garfield. I'm Garfield. I'm Garfield. Chris Pratt is Garfield. Uh, Frank Welker is Garfield. Was it Frank Welker? It's not Frank Welker. He he was from like 2007 till Chris Pratt. You gonna look it up? Are you talking Garfield and Friends? No, that's Lorenzo Music. Yeah, that that's Garfield. I know. What did uh Frank Welker do it for? Um, was it the CGI looking one? Yeah, that was like on Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network okay. or something. Yeah, he did. I never watched that one. So, fun fact for you, Garfield came out June 19th. Do you know the year? 1980. Really close. One. 1978 was okay. the original release of the Garfield comics, which is... <coughs> I know he's older than me, so I thought it was only two years. Th- isn't that crazy? It feels like Garfield's not that old of a comic. Like He's been around forever. Apparently. You gotta remember, comics aren't really around anymore. But do they still write the Garfield comics? or? Yeah. Do they? Yeah. They're Jim st- Davis is still working hard. I didn't know he was still writing new comics. I thought he was just kind of living off that fat Garfield money now. That fat... Oh, <laughs> Garfield's pretty thin right now. Oh, yeah. Well... Compared to what he used to be? The, the original drawings of Garfield? Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness, yeah. That's like fat Pikachu to now. I mean, Garfield's way smaller than he was. Do you think if they reboot uh, Pikachu, Pokemon movies, do you think Chris Pratt will play Pikachu? (laughs) (laughs) I think Chris Pratt's going to be every single Pokemon in the movies. You're just going to hear Chris Pratt going, Pikachu. Meowth. Lick your tongue. <laughs> just ra- just saying the names as flat as possible. Were you trying to think of other Pokemon? I ran out. <laughs> really? Like, you know, Psyduck? Squadly poop. That's not one. It sounds like it'd be one, but it's not. You know how Psyduck is, right? Psyduck, yes. Because, like, he's real. Psy, Psy. <laughs> You'd hear Chris Becker going, Psy, Psy, Duck, Psy. Psy. Sigh. Sigh. I, I was just trying to go for a Chris Pratt. Yeah. I don't think I can. I can't impersonate Chris Pratt. But I'm just... It's the, the Garfield movie trailer feels like it's so void of emotion and personality. I mean, Garfield is a little void of emotion and personality. But n- come on, dude. Even with him being void of emotion and personality, there's still something to it. it. Could be worse. I I feel like I got a couple like at least smirks watching it, which is saying something for a trailer. Yeah. So if as long as that's not like the best they have to offer, it could be good. I don't my know. my big problem with it is a a little stylized in the the design. Yeah. That I like a little more away from what I like. Lily saw the trailer and she goes, I hope that is not their final product. I was like, what do you mean? She goes, those textures do not line up. Yeah. And apparently if you like zoom in on Garfield's eye to like the fur, it just looks really off. And you can tell that it's like all like not not CGI. That's not the word I'm looking for. Like it looks like it's not polished. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Which they do 
with trailers here and there. So, so are you excited for that movie or not excited? But, but you'll see it. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I I never saw the the Bill Murray ones. Those are also not great. Bill Murray's voice fits Garfield more than Chris Pratt's. Chris Pratt's, but I don't know. I just I didn't like that Odie was an actual dog. What do you mean? He's always an actual dog. In the live action Garfields. Oh yeah 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 yeah. He's yeah. an actual dog. And you're talking about the Bill Murray ones, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one was weird. Like you have Garfield and then a real life dog. Mm-hmm. That was Either that was during real... that time where the live action CGI's kind of got a little screwy like that. Like Wonder, not not Wonder Dog, um, Superdog, no Underdog, Underdog, yeah, yeah. I remember that was one Marmaduke. Yep. Um, I don't. There's some those early two thousands animal movies are just weird. At least with like Rocky and Bullwinkle, they went full out and just had the CGI looks like the original. I never saw the Rocky and Bullwinkle movie. I think it was Jason Alexander played Boris Badenoff. Okay. And they actually had him like dress up like it. Should I check it out? I mean, it wasn't great, but. Well, yeah, now there was the Yogi Bear movie, but I still enjoyed it as a kid. Check out Dudley Do-Right. I'll check it out. Wait, is that a different movie or is. He and the Rocky Bullwinkle one. Different movie. They did a Dudley Do-Right one? Yes. When? Guess who Dudley Do-Right is. Chris Pratt? Just as cool. If not cooler. Oh, dude. Um, I have no idea. My real life first guess was going to be Jason Schwartzman, but I know that that's wrong. He was big in the 90s. Okay. He kind of fell off for a little bit. Okay. Then he had a huge comeback recently. Recently had a big comeback? Yes. Who's had a big comeback recently? Uh, Ready for the reveal? I'll give you one more guess. Big in the 90s fell off? Big in the 90s. Great actor. Great Great actor. Great person. Also did another, like, cartoon movie of around the same... Not Brendog. Oh, what? Played Dudley Do-Right. Brendog played Dudley Do-Right? I remember seeing it, but I could not tell you anything about it. Okay. Well, now I got to check that. I love Brendog, dude. You've seen George of the Jungle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That one was also weird. Yeah, but he was good in it. Oh, yeah. Well, Brendog's good in anything he's ever been uh, in. What's her face? Judd Apatow's wife? I don't know. I don't know who Judd Apatow's married to. She's she's in a lot of his movies. Okay. This I, is I, I still wouldn't know. But yeah, Brendog there. Dude, I love Brendog. Aaron, if you would have said the greatest actor and the coolest person in the world, I would have gotten it first guess. Leslie Mann, that's who I'm thinking of. Who? Leslie Mann. What is she in? You've seen her in a lot of stuff. I don't recognize her. I've probably seen her a lot. Yeah. You're right, but I just don't recognize her. Um. <coughs> so, anyways, it always leads back to Brendog, <laughs> but Garfield. When are we going to do a Brendog episode? Well, we talked about him now. We can talk about him next 
Pentag. Um, so if we're not talking about power line, <laughs> obligatory mention achieved. Is that going to be our new thing? Just making sure power lines mentioned in every episode. Our new thing. We've been doing this for like a month. We have been doing it for a few episodes. Probably two months now. Yeah, a while. Um, but Lorenzo Music has put it into my head that a way Garfield sounds, and no other way Garfield sounds will ever fit, unless they have that deep kind of rasp and you know, real monotone but deep voice. Yeah, yeah, like always a little bit uninterested. Yeah, I was told I sound like garfield on multiple occasions working fast food or whatever in the drive-thru like you could do it all right all you'd have to do is just kind of talk like this and then as long as you just talk real slow and like you don't really care i hate mondays you could kind yeah i mean but if you go i'm gonna eat so much food young children might want to look away you're like that's not how garfield would talk lasagna's my favorite (laughs) Jeffrey, I like the lasagna. Sorry, the way you said it made me think of Bruce from Family Guy. So then I had that in my head. I was leaning a little towards that. I was trying (laughs) to go the opposite. Ah, pitch. I like the lasagna. For some reason, a little southern. I like the lasagna. (laughs) But like, it just, you know what I mean? Like, Chris Pratt sounded too excited about like the things he's doing. Yeah, Chris Pratt always sounds a little excited decided doesn't he yeah i mean i mean that's why he's great as like emmett in the lego movie like yeah he has his place people just don't his place isn't everywhere and like i got over the fact they did mario i thought he did okay like still haven't watched it it's not a spectacular movie by any stretch of the imagination but by far the worst part of it in my opinion is seth rogan's donkey kong and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Bananas. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion or definitely not a like the populist opinion. I feel like I should watch it just so we can I can comment on it. You should check it out at least. But like I got Chris Pratt's not that horrible, but like I just didn't like Seth Donkey Kong doesn't talk. And Seth Rogen it was definitely not the voice to do it with. I never watched the show, but I wonder if he he talks in like the animated does he nineties? Like I don't re- I don't know. I haven't seen the animated nineties cartoon. Like super bad. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine it was Seth Rogen back then too? I mean, he would have been pretty young, but yeah, Seth Rogen. Yeah, he would have been a child. Probably would still sound like that. Yeah, probably. I mean, honestly, he would. But yeah, um, I there was someone else before Lorenzo Music that did Garfield, but he sounded like Lorenzo Music, but he had the same deep, low, monotone voice. What are you talking about? There was someone else that did it, like, originally. Like, early episodes of Garfield and Friends? Or was there uh, a show before Garfield and Friends? Hold so on. That was, like, 80s, 90s, so I don't see... I'm pulling it up right now. Also, side note, I have beef with Bam Bam talking all... Did you listen to the last episode? I have not heard the last episode. They're getting into voice actors talking about that for like 15 minutes. And I'm thinking the whole time, that's our shtick. Yeah, we talk about the voice we, actors here. 
We're voice actor corners. What are they are they doing like voice acting bits? No, but they're talking oh. about voice actors. I think it's spurred on by Chris Pratt. Well, they I mean they have technically done voice acting. But they don't talk about it on Mabim Bam. True. They don't. They're just stealing our shtick. So, um man, I can't find it. I can't find the original voice. There was someone else before Lorenzo Music, I'm pretty sure. Maybe I'm wrong. But Lorenzo did do it the most. Um, Well, he was like the big one that did it. Maybe I'm wrong. I had heard somewhere that someone else had done it before. Scott Beach. Thank you. Yeah. So someone else had done it before him. But it was for a very, very short amount of time, right? Yeah. Because then Lorenzo Music did all... It's probably like one special. Yeah, because then Lorenzo did uh, like all of the movies, you know, like, you know, Garfield on the Town, Garfield's Halloween Adventure, Garfield Goes Hollywood. You know, he did all of those. And then uh, Bill Murray did the live action one. Um, and then, uh, and then, uh, Frank Welker kind of took over in like 2007 has been doing a lot of the Garfield, the Garfield show. Yeah. He, is that what it was called? I think it's, uh, there was one that was called like Garfield gets real or something like that too. TV movie. Fantastic. Funnies. Okay. Uh, Scott beach. Sure. But it's a documentary, so it's interviews, behind-the-scenes look at famous comic strips. So maybe he just did a small part. Sounds like that might have been what it is. Like back when Disney would actually talk to Mickey Mouse style. Yeah. Um, so it's probably just like a two minutes or something. Mm. But yeah, Lorenzo Music's like the base for Garfield. And um, Bill Murray, of course, is different. And then Frank Welker... I think he matches Lorenzo music so much, but that's just because Frank Welker is like one of the greatest voice actors yeah. ever. Yeah, and he's going to pay homage to the guy who made the voice. Yeah. Like, it's set in stone in our head. It's like when anyone does the Joker now, uh-huh. they are doing a Mark Hamill doing the Joker. Yeah. Like, even uh, the one guy you don't like. Leto? Yeah, Jared Leto. Why'd you make me say it? <clears throat> you know who it was. No, it, I just couldn't think of it. Oh. I knew you hated him so much you would know his name <laughs> off the top of your head. <laughs> um, even Leto has a little bit oh, yeah. of Hamill. But not a good Hamill, but yeah. Yeah, you're, I mean, he's influenced by it is what I'm saying. Oh, you're absolutely right. So but, anybody who does Garfield is always going to do Lorenzo music. Yeah. It's not always the first. Well, unless you're Chris Pratt, then you're not even going to try Lorenzo music. I don't. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe, maybe it'll change. they're they're teasing us the, like with the Super Mario, and like they're like, oh, people don't like Chris Pratt as that voice, so let's give him some shitty. So when it actually comes out and he's good, people will like it. People I like just, it. I don't picture it being much different, but you're right. Yeah. Maybe it will be. I'm um, thinking of a little shy inflect upwards on this. He, Chris Pratt enters the room. I can talk in my normal voice. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> I love that video so much, dude. It was so funny. Um, but so did you ever play like Garfield? You read Garfield comics, of course, right? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, we bet you that all the comics and, and the nostalgia and all that stuff yeah. were he would I would save him for last at least half the time and of the other half the time it's because he's first and I would just read him first. Did, did you ever own the comic books though? Yeah, I own multiple things. I don't I never like collected them. Okay. And or sought them out, but like you would always find them in Goodwills, at garage sales cuz everyone bought them and you could always like spend your kid money on it for like 10 cents to 50 cents and get a, a full book of comic strips. Yeah. I um yeah, I am um, like kind of I started with the newspapers and loved Garfield and then someone around my house growing up i was young had a like rummage sale you grew up young around my house when that i was living in when i was young and my mom side of that got me all flustered now my mom's house that i grew up in um someone was having like a rummage sale like just down the road Mm -hmm. and they were selling garfield comics and they had like one through 23 but they were missing like two of the issues and they wanted like I think like twenty five cents for each one, and so I liked Garfield from the newspapers, and there was twenty three books of them, and I went and I found as much money as I could and bought like the first like ten of them, and they were like just take the rest, and so so you could have only spent like five seventy five, and yet you still ended up probably only spending three or four dollars. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have that much money, dude. Yeah, you're good, and so. I um had like all the Garfield comic books and it drove me nuts that I was always missing those like two or three and I still am. But I used to read those books on repeat, dude, just over and over again. That's what those small comic strip books were always about. Yeah. It's just being able to re-repeat, read it repeatedly and half the time on the toilet. Yeah. Oh, dude, that was a staple for going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. As soon as I had to go, I grabbed whatever Garfield I was reading and just took it up with me, and I'd, like, finish the book. (laughs) I remember so many times where, like, you could go to someone's house, and they would have, like, the reading basket. Yeah. Like, basket of reading material by the toilet. There'd always be a Garfield in there. A comic strip book? Yeah. Yeah. Right next to the Uncle John's bathroom reader. There's got to be. Yeah. And a newspaper from three weeks ago. (laughs) It's exactly what it was. And I, um... But I always just carried my own Garfield, so I always knew where I was at. But it was like my favorite as a kid. And I still love the Garfield comics, but I'm not like sitting and reading Garfield exclusively now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I used to just carry 23 Garfield books with me everywhere. I remember renting from the library. Did you ever get to like Garfield and his nine lives one? Yes, I was I was waiting to figure out a way to bring that up. <laughs> that, that was all so weird. I never owned it. I always rented that one from the library, but that one was so weird, dude. It's because it was like nine different people's takes on it or like trying to, yeah, do their take it on like it. Art style, different art styles, different stories. Yeah. Like, isn't one where, like, Garfield's, like, a gladiator Viking, one he's, like, a caveman. and it was like, a private eye one. Evolution, and then... There was like a horror one in there or something too. Yeah, such a weird concept. It like was, no one else has ever done something like that for a comic strip. I don't I wonder what why they did that. I think it was for an anniversary. I kinda wanna watch the Garfield and his Nine Lives movie to see how weird it is. Is there a movie? There is. Lorenzo Music is in it. I did not know that. Yeah. 
yeah. So I remember I, the book, but yeah. I never saw the movie, but I want to see it now. And well, I should say not now, but I've always wanted to see it, and I just never, I just never see. What's the word? Seeked it? Soak? Sought it out. Thank you. Wow, my brain was not working there. I've never sought it out, so I've never seen it. But um, I'm glad you have seen it as well. I feel like it's one of those things that you can't really explain. People just have to kind of read it and experience it themselves. Yeah, that was 1988. 1988? Oh, the movie. Yeah, the movie is 1988. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that one out though. I um did you you watch the Garfield like movie specials, right? Like the Halloween one and stuff? We watch the Christmas one every year. Really? Yeah, it's it's classic. I always I always tried to seek out the Halloween one. Like on Halloween. I don't remember the Christmas one, but there's the Halloween one will always stick in my head every year for your Halloween parties, whenever I'm thinking of what costumes I want to do. I always sing What'll I be? There's so many sides to me. You know that song? No, we didn't get into the Halloween one as oh. much. <clears throat> it was pretty much exclusively Christmas one. God, I was going to say, I bet you my mom could sing that song word for word right now. Call her up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> mom, sing the Garfield What'll I Be song. Yeah, just call her, say that, and hang up after <laughs> she's done singing. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I watched some of the specials because I grew up. My mom grew up with it more than I did, you know, because she's around the same age as you. And so close. Yeah, my mom's I'm 26 so my mom's 45. So. So like, yeah, that was 88 to 95 was the Garfield and Friends, but the specials apparently were earlier. Really? Uh, Or maybe it's just how it is. Well, the the comic only started in... Christmas special was 87, so it came out first. Much like The Simpsons. Okay. They did a Christmas special that led into... Everything. Oh, do you know... Side note, do you know what else Lorenzo Music did? What? Um, Did you know he was Dr. Peter Venkman on the Ghostbusters cartoon? The real oh, Ghostbusters? yes! I did know that, and I forgot I think, about that. Yeah, I think I knew that at some point, too, now that I'm thinking about it. Vinkman's my favorite. I love Peter Vinkman. So you grew up like exclusively on the Garfield and Friends and then the Christmas special. Yeah, for cartoon wise. Yeah, but I was, of course, reading the comics before then. Or, or actually about the time I was reading was about the time the cartoons came out. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I am. Um, I, all of my stuff is secondhand. Like I never like grew up with it because it was so all you before me. The Garfield show, which was probably more your era well the 2007 show yeah i watched that one but like garfield and friends and uh the garfield halloween special christmas special all that was all for my mom showing me because she knew i liked garfield and she grew up with that garfield so then she introduced me to all of that yeah i mean that's how you you pass along your your pops and yeah of course yeah it's how you keep the pop culture alive and mm-hmm. spread it on to the next generations. Just take the stuff you love and give it to your uh, your, your little children. kitties. Yeah, but um, did you ever play Garfield like video games? Did you ever have no. any of those? Never. What is this? It, <laughs> the Which only video game are you talking about? The only one I had was for the Game Boy, and it wasn't like super great. 
all I remember was it was just a normal 2D platformer. And you just walk as Garfield and your whole goal is to get to Pookie in each level. And avoid the rats and bees that are just constantly flying through John's house. It's like the most basic like 2D platformer type of game. Are you talking about Garfield Gets Real? Let me see it. Oh, that's DS. Never mind. You're talking Game Boy? Yeah. Um, we've got Garfield Caught in the Act. That's Game Gear. They have one called Lasagna Party out for the Switch and PS5. Nope, it was Garfield and the Search for Pookie. That was the game I played. How is that not? Apparently, you can't find it because on the shopping, that's what I'm scanning through. Apparently, there's no shopping options. For Garfield and the search for Pookie? I didn't search that specifically. I searched Garfield's video games. It's so ridiculous because you know it's just a 2D platformer, so they got to feel with what it is. But, like, Garfield just walks around, like, swinging his arms as, like, the attack. And there's just mice, and you're just eating a ton of hot dogs and just jumping on books and windowsills and couches and chairs. and uh, The good old days of video games where you could just pretty much change the sprite to look like the character that you need. Yeah. You need. And then there was just, like, there was, like, mice and spiders and, like, that's about it. And then you'd go outside, and there was, like, strawberries and, like, butterflies you know Garfield known for his strawberry addiction. <laughs> but I played that game a ton, dude. And I don't know why I played it a ton. Because there's no way it was good. But I played it a ton. So you never had any Garfield games? No. I think I learned early on that branded games aren't always the best. Yeah, I did not learn that early on. I was in the camp of... It has the name of something I like. I'm going to get it and play it. And to be honest, I'm the same old sucker that's still in that same old camp where if you put a name of something I like, I'm still going to probably get it and try it. Said the owner of the two Legend of Zelda board games that really are... Right? Don't you have two of them? Yeah, um, like I have babies. about one and a quarter. I bought one because I thought it was the complete game and it was just pieces so then I bought another one that was just pieces and took both together to make one. And I still have a few extra leftover pieces. Is that what you're talking about, Aaron? Yep. So who's your favorite Garfield character? Um, Like, Sans Garfield? Or is he allowed? Side, yeah. Outside of Garfield. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe Odie. No, John. I think just John. What about Squeak? Who's that? It's the mouse. I don't remember him being a very used character. He was originally named Floyd. Um, he They used him fairly often. like Not too often, but often enough to count him. Oh, who was your favorite? Uh, either his grandma. This is, I think, because of the... The Christmas episode. Okay. It might be like her only real appearance. Or, um, I think I like Odie too. I mean, it's hard to not like Odie, but. Or Binky the Clown. 
Hey kids! Oh, we still we didn't never looked up what that guy's name was. <laughs> now, because you mentioned it again in like two weeks, gotta go back to the Metalocalypse clown. Metalocalypse. Oh yeah, Doctor Roxo, the Doc- cocaine clown. Doctor Roxo, is that what you said? Yeah. You cocaine. <laughs> I hate that that clown lives in my head so much. You playing him? Yeah. So people can see here how spot out of a reference we do. How much Dr. Roxo did you want to put in? I mean, I can cut it later. Oh, boy. People can now hear how c- good of... C- c- cocaine! You got any cocaine? I'm the rock and roll clown! Yeah, when he was like, Ladies, I blow your balloon! It was coming out his butt. Metalocalypse, watch it. This show is so unhinged, dude. Not for kids. No, not even a little bit. That show was gory, too. Mm-hmm. Way more than I thought it was going to be. I like, mean, they, they put you there right in the first episode when half the crowd dies from... Yeah, from their burnt faces... coffee. Oh, yeah. I thought you were going to say from their faces melting off because they were rocking so hard. Because I'm pretty sure that has also happened. Yeah, at some point in there. Yeah. But I think the first episode is the, the coffee one where you got to scream for the cream. And like they dump a giant vat of coffee all over them. They're, uh, the drummer in that show always drove me nuts. Pickles? Yeah, Pickles. He's from the Wisconsin, the y- same hills of Wisconsin. Yeah, but he, he's got the lisp in him too. And just the way he lisp always drove me nuts. Pickles the drummer. Doodly doo. I love. I, I don't love that show, but I do. I. It's so. It's so out there and it's weird. Self. It's so itself. It knows what it's doing. The music's great, though. Don't yeah, get me wrong. The metal music is great. It's yeah. It's weird though that they still exist as Death a Clock? band. Yeah, Death Clock, right? Another name. Which spawned from the cartoon. Yeah. But the band still happens. Yeah, they recently were in Wisconsin. No, they weren't. Were they? Yeah, this past summer they or September. What? They, them and baby metal. Do you know what baby metal is? I love baby metal. Yeah. The K not K pop, but Korean metal girls. Yeah, K metal. <laughs> yeah, dude. They're baby metal. Like Gimme they, Chocolate. Their band name is like the genre. Yeah. Gimme Chocolate, dude. Love that song. Is that the one you're thinking of? Yeah, yeah. I think so.
Yeah, I love baby metal, dude. I love it. Yeah, September. <laughs> dude, we missed out, dude. I was thinking about it. That would have been so fun. You think anyone there was dressed as Dr. Roxo? <laughs> Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know of Death Clock fans if they're like, no, the, the cartoon was stupid. I'm here for the music. It's like the music is only because of the cartoon. Yeah, I don't know how the fans work with that. We're going on such a tangent from Garfield. It's okay. Tangents. That's what we're all about, baby. So who would you have cast for Garfield in this new one? In the new one? Yeah. I saw fan casting and I'm for it 100%. Greatest fan casting for Garfield. If we're, I mean, I think there's a, just off the top of my head, I'd have to think about it, but Parks and Rec, yeah, there's Garfield. a better, yeah, better choice. Did you see the TikTok of it? No. Oh, dude, they just took Ron Swanson quotes where he goes like, give me all the bacon and eggs you have. And then just put it yeah, behind I'm a- sorry, John. And like someone like edited it and he's like, I'm sorry. I, what you think you heard was give me a lot of bacon and eggs. What I said was, give me all the bacon and eggs you have. I was like, that, it, he sounds like Garfield. Yeah. And they animated Garfield doing the things over the voice of Ron Swanson. I was like, you have it right there. Mm-hmm. That yeah, is so, it. So close. Yeah. Like the the Ron Swanson quote where he goes, I have a hernia. He goes, and I made the unfortunate mistake of sneezing. That's a Garfield joke. Mm-hmm. That is a Garfield joke right there. It's the perfect casting. I'm trying to think if any other big names could pull off Garfield other than, you know, just Frank Welker. Because he's still around. Yeah, Lily told me, I was like, why, why didn't they, I said, why didn't they just bring back Frank Welker? She goes, I don't like the idea of them just legacy casting just because he's already done it. Wait, your wife is ta- saying, just don't, what? She was saying like they shouldn't just give Frank Welker the job for the new movie just because he's already done it. Jake. What? I'm sorry. Why? I just, obviously there's a divorce coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Your wife is saying things like don't give voice basically don't give voice actors no 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 the role that they already are known for no playing she, she was saying in the sense of like give other if they're they want to go for a different voice actor give it to a different voice actor like if they want a voice actor to play it like because I was saying if they want someone to play it they should have had Frank Welker do it because he's already done it she says if they want a voice actor to do it they shouldn't have they shouldn't have to just go with the one that's already done it. They should allow a different voice actor a chance at it if they want to. Yeah. That's what she's saying. Okay. She wasn't saying not to give voice actors the roles. She All was right. saying... It's a Christmas miracle. Yeah. You're not getting a divorce. <laughs> okay. She wasn't saying don't give voice actors a chance. She was saying don't give legacy voice actors the only chance. Saying give other voice actors a chance. So that's what she was saying. Yeah. I bet you, I'm just trying. I'm looking around, admiring my obsession of voice actors. Well, yeah, no, I, I mean I'm not admiring it. Oh. I do admire it, but I'm looking to see, just think of ideas. Whereas I think, uh, Billy West could do something because I was like John DiMaggio's deep. I'm like, no, he's too. Billy gruff. West could have done it when he was younger. I think. I think he could still do a decent one, and make it his own. Yeah. But. Rob Paulson, I don't think he could do a good Garfield. He might be able to. 
Jim Cummins, maybe? Jim Cummings, I think, could do it. Yeah. But, honestly, I think Ro- Nick Offerman would be great. I think he'd be perfect. If you're looking for the same if voice. You're look- yeah, if you're looking for star celebrity outside of the voice actor, I yeah. think Nick Offerman definitely would have been a better choice. And don't get me wrong, I don't hate Chris Pratt, but just... I don't like his Garfield. Yeah, getting sick of... A lot of celebrities do this when they get big. And it's like not their fault. They just get too big. They're just popular. They're putting them in everything. Mm -hmm. So that's the downfall. That's just what it is, though, you know? Mm -hmm. It's the hubris of man. Hubris of Pratt. (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. What about... um? No, I don't really have any other like good ideas for who could do Garfield that well. I don't know. Nick Offerman. That's my vote, though. That's 100% my vote. What about... uh, Travis McElroy. <laughs> Which one of the McElroys could pull off Garfield? The best? Yeah. Clint? Yeah, he does have the deepest of them. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise... I, mean, I think Clint... Justin, I think, could pull it off. I feel like Travis could probably get himself. I think Travis naturally sounds probably a little. Griffin would be the farthest, I think. Mm -hmm. I love Griffin, but I think he'd be the farthest from a Garfield. He's got higher pitch. They got higher pitched as they got younger. You and me, who's the closest to doing a Garfield? Uh, As I've said, I've been told I sound like Garfield. I'm not even trying at times. I could do Odie. Yeah. I mean, it's not hard to do a. Because that's like all he's going to do. Oh, dude, are they going to make Odie talk in this movie? No, I feel like they always keep that. Kind of. Pretty. Uh, okay. But I am already looking up. Because if Frank Welker, he should, like, even, you're not going to get a George Clooney dog <laughs> thing going on there. You need to get someone like Frank Welker to do voice. Who is doing Odie? Looking that up. Oh, what do you think of the casting of Sam Jackson as Garfield's dad? Garfield's dad. It's all right. Nothing wrong with that one. There's no set voice that I have in my head for it, so I can't be frustrated with something that I didn't have already a preconceived idea of. So, uh, have Harvey Guillen. Okay. Javier Harvey Guillen is a Mexican-American actor who is best known for his role as the human familiar Guillermo. Taylor Cruz in What We Do in the Shadows. Okay. Uh, he was Dr. Sanchez on Blue Beetle. Oh. He's doing Odie. Uh, looks like he does have some... Creature voice, work? Voice acting uh, experience. Okay. So he'll be okay. Yeah. I am okay with that. As long as they don't make him talk. That's that's a character <laughs> thing. Not a Odie's first line. Hello, Garfield. You're like, nope, I'm out. I'm yeah. done. As soon as Odie talks, (laughs) Scooby-Doo talks more than Odie, like, so. Well, yeah, Scooby-Doo is known as a talking dog. Yeah, but, you know, he's still like that. Yeah. It's barely audible. No, you're right. And it's short. Yeah. Um, I wonder if Ving Ving Rames and Cecily Strong are also in Garfield. Who are they playing? And not listed. Ooh, maybe Cecily's going to be... What's the pink cat's name? Uh, 
Garfield's girlfriend. You know what I'm talking about. Penelope? That's Fiona? I don't think it's... I think Penelope might be right. Yeah, those are, those are the... Those those were like the strips I could care less about. When oh, you don't like those? To like, like, I didn't hate them, but it was just like... Uh, your favorite? Do you know Lyman? Who's that? You don't remember Lyman? I can't say I do. It, he's basically like John's old friend he was in earlier stuff oh yeah and then there's like a whole like joke online that like he's locked in john's basement yeah kind of i think garfield and friends his last appearance was 1983 oh oh he's odie's like previous odor wait what that's a oh yeah i just always knew the joke that like he was like locked in john's basement and like john had him as like a torture victim and there's like a whole like fan comic about him like crawling out of the basement and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you ever saw that one. You ever read the read? <laughs> it's not saying much. Uh, Garfield without Garfield. Dude, those are so ridiculous. I love them. They're so depressing. Okay. It's just John talking to him. <laughs> it's so sad because he's just like, what do you want to do for dinner? And then it's like, that's it? And you're like, oh, that's so depressing, man. I love it, though. Yeah. It's like a whole book that they came out with themselves, didn't mm-hmm. they? Yeah. You just see a middle-aged man living alone. <laughs> Sad, lonely existence. <laughs> hey, it's no, there's nothing wrong with being a middle-aged man living by yourself. Are you middle-aged men living by yourself? What up, kings? You're doing great today. No, you're not. Go find social interaction. Aaron, they can be doing okay by themselves, too. You're okay, Kings. You're all right. No, you aren't. Go find people. Life is for the living and the other people. But they can be by themselves. Touch grass, not yourself. (laughs) Want me to edit that one out? You can leave it in. Okay. We're we're talking about very different things, I feel like. Are you talking about Justin like relationship love relationship yeah that's what i was going with like they're no find love yeah it's nice to find love but you don't have to they're okay by themselves too you're okay for now but if you're sad and lonely find someone to be sad and lonely with well then you're not lonely anymore exactly then you're just sad (laughs) come on let's give them some real advice Take over the macaroni stick. <laughs> Dude, we can't. Yeah, they're taking over our voice acting stick. We're taking over the life advice stick. We're coming for you, macaroys. No, we're not. We love you guys. We'll never take you guys down. Sodi Pop will be in Trolls 4. <laughs> <laughs> we're manifesting it now. We're going to do a split off podcast. Spoiler alert Trolls 4 already came out. No, I'm just kidding. I know I was just messing with you. <laughs> we release on time now, like I maybe know. like two years ago. If we said that, yeah, we we don't have to talk about it, Aaron. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Did you, did your family or anyone you know ever have the Garfield, uh, window cling thing for the car? Mm, uh, no one that I knew ever had it. But you've seen them. But right? boy, did I ever see them. Dude, there's some cool stuff on this eBay for Garfield stuff. I'm like, kind of want to get these Garfield cups. 
That's not what we're doing, by the way. But I kind of want to get those Garfield cups. We're not doing overpriced culture. You just oh no no beforehand. I'm. I got something. I was just looking at Garfield cups. So this overpriced culture is not like crazy overpriced, but it's gonna be perfect. Um, but yeah. Um, so we're not calling my mom, right? No, I mean that's we're doing a quick, All right. short one. I like this episode. Yeah, it's way less structured and way more loosey goosey, but still fun. I mean, that's how you, we should do it every time. Yeah, we I feel like you get sometimes a little st- weirdly. You're the one who gets a little structured. I like having like bits and stuff like that. Yeah, but <laughs> like when we start off something and you just like get the all right, so and so started at this time and this yeah. is the first. time. I need to just let myself. Ju- we need to just yeah, be just loose, be loosey goosey with the central tangents topic. and yeah and all that stuff. You're uh, right. So yeah, it's okay to do. V- bits here and there yeah like, like voice acting corner oh no what are we doing aaron i'll just do a, a, a simple one today okay welcome to voice acting corner it's a podcast within a podcast latest and greatest in stealing the macaroni's bits <laughs> what are we doing bud uh i want you so you've watched uh garfield and friends yeah you know was it u.s acres i don't remember the farm the farm yeah i want you to give me a non-existent yet animal character in the style of u.s acres okay well let's see they had a duck a pig they had a lot of animals roy the crow yeah sheldon the unhatched eggs those were always good well like what are you looking for just give me an animal and a voice that well, goes. Well, you got to give it. me the animal here. All right. I don't think they're all. I don't think they had a cow really. So give me a cow. Um. Your take. All right. On a comedic, Garfield comedic, cow. I feel like with an old cartoon from like the eighties, like that. Like I feel like a cow would kind of talk like this. Like, I feel like he'd have that kind of, like, drawl to him. And he'd talk kind of slow. And go, that's, no, that's kind of a, you know, a, um, foghorn leghorn. I'll say, I'll say. Yeah, it was a little bit, maybe. Voice, southern, different maybe style. Not so Louisiana, but more, just more down south Texas. Like, he'd talk real slow like, but, like, not in say the fog. Okay, come up with, let's come up with a line for you to try. Um. Where you have to use moo. Um, like, like say they're going on the sledding episode and he's going down the hill. You get to be like, get the, you got to move out of the way. Yeah, Something like that. That's pretty good. You like that one? Yeah. Okay. Good job. Thanks, Thanks. for stopping by voice actor corner. <laughs> that was the way, that was the least stressful voice actor corner we've ever done. I don't know why you get stressed sometimes. I don't know, man, because I don't always believe in my myself. So then I just put myself move down. On down. You got to move out of the way. Something like that. You like that cow? Mm, that's a good 80s cow right there, baby. There you go. All right, Aaron, you ready for the greatest game in the world? Greatest game, second best bid on <laughs> Sody Pop. Sody Pop. Overpriced culture. Overpriced. Overpriced. Overpriced culture. Culture, 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 culture. Move on down. <laughs> Aaron, you know how the game works. You got 10 yes or no questions. That's always related to the theme of the show. Give it a go. Is it 
uh, dishware. No. I do like those Garfield cups, but no. I was thinking mug, yeah. A mug that says I hate Mondays. <laughs> um, is it a fuzzy plush? It is not. I almost did a fuzzy plush, and I had to go okay, away from it. What else? Is it actual uh, branded content? I think so. Like it's not a homemade craft? No, it looks like it's a... Okay. Is it a figure? Kind of. It's a statue. Okay. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, That's four. I had to look at my figures there. <laughs> For the, the audience, <laughs> Jake knew exactly it was four. I was keeping track of my fingers. I had to lift up my fingers from my lap to count them. <laughs> to see them. that you had four fingers held yep, up. Yep. That's four. Couldn't just feel the four. Nope. All right, I'm go a ahead. Visual learner. <laughs> Is it of Garfield himself as opposed to other characters? It is. It is a statue of Garfield. Is it a bank of some sort? Um, no. It looks like it would be, but it's not. Is it old style? As in, I mean, like early garfield or is it the more rounded body as opposed to like the flat bottom garfield um it's is it the old style from 1981 so like it's so not as we know him today but as the the like not it's like the in between of the original and today's garfield okay a fatter but not the like flat loaf kind of yeah um that was seven by the way <laughs> count again no that was that was a bit for you i appreciate it um so i got three more let's do is it is it plastic no i i'm I'm not gonna count that one because i'd already told you like it would be like a piggy bank so usually that's like the ceramics kind of things no they make like oh. a, that's fine it's it's ceramic okay so you're gonna count that as Eight? Yeah, I'll count that because I was picturing the the cheap. Oh, um, gotcha. Speaking of which, have you ever seen like the the Demon Slayer piggy banks? No, they're so god awful ugly. You have to show I'll me, show dude. You. you have um, to show me. All right. Uh, is that? Is it a toilet? It is not a Garfield toilet. It is a statue of Garfield. And I'll give you a hint. It's related to something. This is going to not give it away, but give you an idea. It is related to the month of July. Is it 4th of July? No, wrong July. Wrong July? Wrong thing in July. Is it my birthday? Not your birthday. Is it your birthday? Yeah, you're technically not in this part of July. Is it a Leo? Well, you're not a Leo. I am a Leo. But yes, you're. I said it's. Is it a Cancer statue? Is he dressed as like a crab? Close. All right. I I I mean that's about as close as I'm gonna get. With this. It's Garfield with crab claws. <laughs> that's so weird looking. 
<laughs> yeah, that is like the weird pig head. It says on the it's Garfield with crab like just literally cut off at the shoulders, crab claws. It's the weirdest looking thing. It says June twenty first to July twenty second, cancer, a vulnerable domestic homebody, with a great sense of family, not your jet set material. So it's just an astrology like Garfield. Garfield. Yeah. I wonder if they have all 12. I was going to look it up, but cancer was perfect because I'm in the cancer form, baby. You are a cancer. So <laughs> how much would you pay? How much would you pay for it? And how much do you think they're asking for it? Uh, seeing as I'm not a cancer, if I could get a Leo one, I'd probably spend $15. Okay. Um, I remember I have changed up overpriced culture. I'm not just going with the most expensive thing on eBay now. Yeah, that's just fine. Uh, so I'm going to say if it's like original, I'll say 60 bucks. They're asking 25. That's reasonably reasonable price. But still very overpriced because I wouldn't buy it. (laughs) So (laughs) for a a tchotchke. Yeah. It's overpriced for a tchotchke, right? Yeah. But if it fit me and, you know, being Garfield, it would, but if it's not a cancer. I saw it. And I was dying, dude. I thought it was hilarious. I mean, now I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. <laughs> Hold on. I got to look now. Before we end this episode, I have to see if they have the Leo one. <gasps> they have more. Do they have a full set anyway? Um, you have to buy individuals. It looks like this person's selling a Sagittarius one where he's shooting a chicken leg for $70. That's a little closer to the overpriced culture. Yeah. I should have gone with that one, but I wanted to go with the cancer because I am a cancer. 25 is... Whoa! 25 is the most reasonably priced one out of these people. There is a Aries one for 69. Just nice. With horns. <laughs> and then there's a Aquarius one for 44 where he's on a pool floating. Ah, but I had to do cancer, Aaron. I'm sorry. I could have gone more overpriced, but I had to. I had to. But that is all. Yeah. I mean, we could talk about Garfield for a while. There's a lot to talk about. Um, that was overpriced culture. Overpriced culture. Overpriced culture. Overpriced culture. So, yeah, I would say give us Nick Offerman as Garfield or give me death. Right? That's the phrase. <laughs> yes. That's the quote. That's exact. Perfect. <laughs> Give I me. Think, <laughs> I think. Uh, I think that was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, and like, that's perfectly exactly as the uh, the quote goes. Is that Patrick Henry said, "Give me uh, Garfield or give me death." <laughs> give me Nick Offerman as Garfield or give me death. <laughs> Something like that. I'm leaving this all in. <laughs> Paraphrasing. <laughs> Paraphrasing. <laughs> Oh, dude, this is a fun one. I enjoyed this. Yeah. I'm done with the trying to structure my episodes at all. We're just going loosey-goosey from now on. But I, I don't really think we got much more to go on right now. I kind of think this is a good ending point. We did some overpriced culture. Yeah. Talked about Garfield a little bit. And we talked about other things based yeah. on what we were talking about Garfield. I need to check out the new episode. The new episode. The new comics, though. I didn't know they were still making... Comic like strips. fresh comic strips, though. Yeah, pretty sure. Okay. Well, I'm now not you're not going to sure. research, but. 
we, we I haven't picked up a newspaper in a while. Hold on, let me look it up. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to look it up right now, man. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of it. I mean, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I have to. I haven't posted you on Instagram. You need to post on Instagram. I thought Lexi was going to do art for us, but then she decided to go to school, so now she's not doing our artwork. If I don't, if I find some time, you should it just is start Christmas. drawing. Yeah, if it's Christmas though, so. But you could draw a quick Garfield sketch of us. Maybe. All right, but I'll it's try. It's not. See, that's the thing. I, I'm not skilled enough to do quick, good sketches. You do Inktober fantastically. It takes like over an hour. That's quick. I've seen artists take way longer for sketches. Yeah, but that's an hour I have to dedicate. To our Just podcast. Poke, poke me at it. Tell me to do it. Okay, Push I'll tell me. you to draw. Poke for me our is not episode. the right thing. I'll poke you. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. All right, yeah. Let's do uh, a pause. Hold on. Let's get a pause so you can get a good cut. That's good. I don't yeah. need too much. All right. Well, yeah, but follow us on Twitter and Instagram. S-O-D-I-E-P-O-P-C-A-S-T. Same at Gmail. Yep. Oh, yeah. I always forget about the email. I'm glad you always remember. But yeah. Tweet at us. Tell us what your favorite Garfield character is. What your favorite memory from Garfield was. If you cared about it growing up or if Kelvin and Hobbes was more your jam. Yep. Just tell us. And our last little pop. Uh, did you know uh, Garfield was named after Jim Davis's grandfather? Really? James Abram Garfield. Uh, no. Uh, uh. James A. Garfield Davis, who is named after James Abram Garfield, the 20th president of the United States. So in a relation, he is named after the president. Oh, so there is a relation to the president, but the, there's the connect of his yeah. grandpa. Unless you're in Sweden, then Garfield's name is Gustav. Gustav in Sweden? Really? Yep, that's it. <laughs> All right, Gustav Arbuckle. As always, I'm Jake. I'm Aaron. Stay carbonated, friends. Garfield's awesome. Ooh. Nose tickle. <laughs>